What's up, guys? It's Aaron from How To's By Bros and Living Life Abundantly. What's up? It's Evan from How To's By Bros. And uh, I just wanted to talk to my brother about some music stuff, some life stuff, and just, you know, just interview him, talk about life with him. So I'm excited about this interview. So uh, first of all, uh, congrats on all your music stuff. It's been awesome to see that. How many singles have you put out? I put out three singles so far. I put out my first song. It's called How Could I Ever? And then Comfort the Fall and then All I Ask. And I have another single coming out this Friday. I don't know when this is going up. But three singles right now. So, yeah. That's that's awesome, bro. Yeah, it's been awesome to see that and hear those songs. Like, All I Ask is I really like that one. I really like it. I've been listening to that a lot late at night just it gets me in my feels, you know? Yeah, I'm in the feels. That's the goal of the song. It's a sad song. Yeah. That's my goal, just try to make you sad. So. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, so what what motivated you to make music? That's a good question. Uh, I think what motivated me was in the beginning... I basically, it started with me just doing covers and um, just learning songs that I, I just like to hear. And from there, what motivated me to make music is I just, I feel like music in itself is one of the most powerful ways to translate a message into the world. Um, it's easily digested. And I think personally when I like music is like everything to me like growing up I love music it whatever it was I really liked it so I think what motivated me was how powerful music really is and and the people that make music and and the words that they put into it how like there's really a responsibility I feel like that you're putting out into the world and making sure that it's like a good message so I think that was what motivated me to to write music and and make music dude i didn't know that that's awesome bro whatever it is it could really resonate with that person so that's why it's so powerful i think um but yeah that's kind of what motivated me that's dope dude and how many uh how many streams do you have a lot a lot of time to get like streams and so what how many streams are you at on all your songs and so Combining Apple Music and Spotify, I'm over a, like a million something with both of those. So I'm really proud of that. With just Spotify and all my songs, it's like 800,000 around there. Um, and yeah, I'm, I'm super grateful to be able to have a little bit of audience um, with me starting out like pretty recently. So uh, yeah, I'm, I'm really grateful for having people to listen to my music even though i mean it's still a small number and but um i'm still i'm still really grateful for uh, people that listen to it so absolutely man music and what marketing or uh marketing advice would you give them good question i think some advice on the on the marketing side i would say is you kind of have to you you can look at it two ways there's the world-renowned artist that doesn't promote his stuff at all, and um, you, if you're going for that, like Nobel Peace Prize, and like, and your your art is that good, it, it will be heard by the world. But nowadays, um, I think it's important for you to promote your own music. And I know a lot of people, 
I think that's the biggest part where artists struggle is where they they don't want to promote their own music. And this is what I heard from, I can't remember who it was. Oh, it was Tyler, Tyler, the creator out of all people. He said, like, the amount of work that you put in to make a song, like, how can you not promote it? It's like, mm-hmm. you started with nothing. You found a chord progression that worked. You found a melody that worked. You wrote lyrics to that. You went to the studio or wherever you recorded it. You recorded it. You put it out. You put all this time. And that right there is like, you better promote that. It's like, you should be proud of that. It's so much work to put in just one song. So I think any art, anyone that's wanting to do marketing is like, who cares? Like film, whatever. You Like TikTok is a great way. I've, I've been lucky with TikTok and you know, consistency, I've, I've, I've just been posting every day, and it's like, it doesn't really matter what you post, is post something, mm-hmm. and, and, you know, at the end of the day, you worked so hard for just one song, that it's like, you better promote that, like, seriously, um, yeah, and then what was the other part of your question, is, what was it? It was, what people, um, uh, what advice would you give to people, uh, just doing what they love, like, just in general, because you've you've now made some music, and I I would just like to hear your advice on just people that maybe are afraid of what other people think or um, with their music, or afraid to put stuff out, or yeah. any advice. Yeah, I think that that's a tough thing that everyone struggles with, and me including is like just the opinions of others um, altering my decisions to do something. Which sounds stupid to me even saying that. Um, Because one thing I heard is that you'll never be criticized by someone doing more than you. So, and that recently, like I still struggle with that for sure. Like, but I think that right there is, is such a powerful line. It's like, obviously someone doing more than you is not going to criticize you. And if you look at the people that will criticize you or even the fear of getting criticized before you put something out there. I mean, not to be rude, but they're kind of just like bums. Like seriously, like com- hate comments. I, a few hate comments. I mean, you know that. You go to their channel, no videos. <laughs> you know, they yeah. don't make content. They don't know what it's like. Mm-hmm. Those are the, those are the people I don't even care about. So yeah, like, their opinion does not matter to me. At yeah, all. you don't make contact content. You don't know what it's like. So to me, it's such a it's easier said than done, but. At the end of the day, like, who really cares? And they're going to forget about it when they're scrolling for hours. Too. They're <laughs> going to forget about it 10 seconds after. They're not going to think about it and dwell on it for the rest of their lives. And I think that's what we get so caught up on. It's like, oh, they're going to care, like, so much. I, you know, but really do your thing and really try not to, because try not to care what other people think, because it really does not matter. Yeah. Hundred percent, I agree. Hundred percent. Like, um, I heard this one thing that Ed Milet said. He's like, "These those people won't be on your deathbed." Like, like exactly, <laughs> who cares? Yeah. It does not matter. Yeah, don't forget about it. There's this guy on TikTok that will go around with a microphone in public places, and he he'll just be talking out loud, and he'll just do random things like in public, and he'll be like, "Yeah, I'm just gonna." walk and give this guy a high five I'm gonna lay on the floor and you know what these people walking by are gonna look at me with a strange face but 15 seconds later they're gonna forget about it and they're gonna go about their lives 
It's like their whole lives to think about it. You know, it's just, it's just yeah. funny because people really do not care about you. Mm-hmm. I was, I, they really don't. Yeah, it is. It, it's true, man. Yeah, for sure. I agree. Um, so how, what opportunities have you gotten, would you say, from music, uh, whether it's live music or whether it's just making music? What opportunities have you gotten to, like, connect with people and or just in general? Yeah, I, it's crazy how much, how much it, opportunities it brings when you are creating something. And on TikTok especially, I've met so many people within the music industry instagram as well and then connected that with meeting them up meeting up with those people writing songs with them um re- uh, recently i'm i'm going i announced i'm going on tour like a little mini tour starting in nashville hitting 10 cities and going to la that's another huge opportunity um and it was just from me calling a guy that I met off TikTok and he was like, I'm driving from Nashville to LA. Do you want to make a tour out of it? So that was like, that's really cool. Opportunities just come out of nowhere. So I'm really grateful to be able to have had opportunities come my way with shows too. um, People uh, have asked me to open up for them, like large artists, like Liam St. John, shout out to you if you're watching. But um, yeah, I think... I've been grateful for the amount of uh, opportunities I've given with music. And you guys probably don't... I, you, this is probably your first time hearing about my music stuff, so they might be a little bit confused. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, I've been really passionate about music the past uh, two years. And um, But, yeah, I'm sure if you'll link the music, they can check it out. Yeah. But, yeah. 100%. Um, yeah, I mean it's been really cool this like i don't know man i i connect so well with your music and i feel like i can connect with you on a personal level through your music like it's just so cool to to hear your music and then hear you talk about it after it just i don't know man even just like impacting one person's life like for example that you've impacted mine with it it's just it's been I mean, you should be proud of it, man. I mean, you've impacted so many more people. I'm, I'm proud of you, bro. Thank you, man. I appreciate that. For sure. For sure. So, what do you think about uh, coming back to how tos by bro? No, I'm, just <laughs> <laughs> I'm back in the show. Okay. No, I- <laughs> how tos coming back. <laughs> but um, what do you think? What would you say about all the time with how tos by bros? And what, what did you learn? Did anything translate um, learning-wise about what, from how-tos by bros? Um, like, just in general, like, what did you learn from your experience from how-tos by bros, I guess is my question. Oh, yeah. I mean, how-tos by bros was something that I think I was around maybe 13 when it started coming <laughs> about. And it was my first experience, like... <laughs> to be honest, it was kind of more like Aaron when I filmed this video and I was like, sure, I guess. <laughs> I didn't really think anything of it. But, I I mean, for the most part, most of the videos I kind of enjoyed making. Some of them I just was forced <laughs> to make. You know, but, um, but, yeah, it was my first experience on a social media platform, like in YouTube, and just realizing the... Um, 
the strength of a social media platform can have. At 13 years old, I mean, we were making pretty decent money. And <laughs> I don't think any of my friends were making money from <laughs> whatever they're doing. So I think just learning the uh, the overall strength that a social media platform has and just making content and realizing that making content is fun and cool. It's not weird and, and, what, and whatnot. And then just some things I learned is like trying to be comfortable on the... Uh, on, in front of a camera um, I think early on even it's still uncomfortable for most people I feel like but being able to just show people how to do a backflip at 13 <laughs> years old and just having a little bit of experience talking in front of the camera was good as well but um, yeah it was, it was a great experience especially at a young age to, to do that and and also have an impact on on flippers today people don't even realize until they <laughs> until we tell them that this is our channel and show them videos and that you literally taught me how to do a backflip and we yeah. i mean we touched a lot of people in that way and we've taught a lot of people how to get a six pack in three minutes <laughs> but but now i think um yeah same same with you i mean you, you made an impact on a lot of people we both made an impact um and yeah, I think that's something that that's really cool. Heck yeah, man. Um, for sure. Appreciate that. Um, sure. yeah. So what do you think? How has, has TikTok, did that YouTube experience, uh, help you with TikTok at all with making with your music stuff or anything or no? Oh, uh, no. No. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I think the idea that you just have to post it no matter what, mm-hmm. I think that's what helped me because I'm sure I didn't really, I probably didn't even watch the videos before I, maybe <laughs> sometimes if I was editing them or transcribing, <laughs> sure, <laughs> but I think a lot of people get caught up in watching their self in a video and just so you know, when you watch yourself in the video, it's not how the world perceives you. It's how you perceive yourself. So it sounds weird mm-hmm. and you don't like to hear it. And that's with <laughs> everyone. So I think that's one thing that helped me is like, this isn't really how the world perceives me. I just, everyone's a self doubter and they all, you know, you watch the video back and you're like, what crap, I sound like an idiot. <laughs> like, you might sound like an idiot too, but... <laughs> But most of the time, it's your own self bringing those thoughts to to that. So, yeah, I think that's one thing. It's just like, screw it. Just post it and, yeah, hope for the best. For sure. Heck yeah. What do you think are some, what are some things that you're excited about coming up uh, besides the tour? I know you got, you can tell people obviously about the tour and everything. I know you kind of did, but you can tell people more about what what you got going on but what are you excited about anything yeah i'm excited to go back to well if you got we haven't really gotten personal <laughs> in the house he's my brother so we can get personal with that but i'm I'm excited to go back to school i'm i'm a senior at california baptist university i'm still diving there as well so i'm excited to have uh i'm excited to go back for my most likely last year um in that regard and I'm excited to I just recently got a show in 
It's, it's a place called Writer's Block, and it's a really cool platform for just writers to share a couple original songs, and it's in, uh, it's in L.A., so I'm excited that I'm uh, playing there. And then, yeah, the, the tour starting August 8th, and if you guys check out my Instagram, you can see the, uh, the shows that we're going to. But other than that, I'm really excited to, you know, go back to school, get back to the rhythm and whatnot, and, and just write a lot of stuff because um, this summer I've been recording a lot, writing as well, but um, a kind of a break from recording is nice and uh, just to, to focus on t- writing. Heck yeah, man. Your writing is insane, bro. I, me and John were talking about it and your writing is just like, it's really good. And it, it's like, I, I didn't know like you go through so much because your writing proves that you're just, you're ahead of your years in in wisdom but it's just you don't really like talk about it but then you show it in your writing you know what I mean yeah I appreciate that bro um I think that's something that I've never been I don't really communicate my feelings or anything that well in my opinion so writing was a way to do that and and uh the only way to do it for me is to be honest like just honest writing and um, sometimes simple words are the best, um, because a lot of times I'll try to think of stuff that is too complex for me, and I'm like, just go simple and, and honest, and hopefully, you know, I've been grateful people have, have resonated with my lyrics, so, um, yeah, I appreciate that. For sure, man, for sure. So, what's your... What's your favorite video that you've made and edited? Favorite video I edited. Or, yeah. For the How To By Bros? Yeah, or... Probably... Probably either the last cliff jumping video or the Jump Street video. Oh, yeah. I love that Jump Street video. (laughs) It was just good memories creating it. Creating it with Isaiah. You guys know him from How to Get a Girlfriend <laughs> in elementary school. <laughs> but it was just such good memories, like, overall there. And then, honestly, it was it, was it might have been more fun editing it. But I just remember that was such... It's just like, you got to watch the video. It's a great, it's a great video. It holds a lot of value in it. And I uh, hope to watch that one when I'm 80 and like, just like <laughs> reminisce. Yeah. So that's probably my favorite, my favorite video that we've made. Yeah. Heck yeah. What's your favorite song you've written that so far or that you have out so far to the pub? I think my favorite song would probably be right now. Or I am most proud of the lyrics in Comfort the Fall. Um, yeah, I I wrote that. It's so it's so interesting because some songs take like months to write. That song I wrote on my birthday when I was quarantined for COVID <laughs> in like a couple hours, and it was like three a.m. or something like that. And some songs just write themselves, and I think that song just wrote itself kind of, which was cool. Um, but. I think I don't know if I have a favorite, honestly, but those those lyrics it was just an interesting experience to have that written because most of my songs take longer than that, but that one was just like 
it was a couple hours, maybe an hour or two, I think. And I was just, I just had COVID. So I was like, I couldn't even sing. So, I was, you know, but, uh, but yeah, that's probably not my favorite, but, um, lyrics wise and, uh, just overall experience. Heck yeah, man. That's awesome. Bring in our sponsor. Yeah. <laughs> but it's so good. It really, it, it really is. Try it. Yeah. Some good stuff. Good stuff, Logan. <laughs> and KSI, yeah. Uh, and Gideon now, too. Gideon, he's, he's on the team. He's ground up. Oh, damn. I, I don't know if he's like a founder, but he's... Uh, he's, like, he's, he's doing really good right now. He is. He's Freshman. crushing. Yeah, he is. Absolutely. What advice would you tell him to young... What advice would you tell to young people? I mean, it sounds cliche, but just stay true to yourself and... and and, and do, do what, what you, you want. want. I feel like, like those, those that line, line I, I feel like that can, can go a long, long way. way. There's just, like you said, there'll be so many opinions thrown at you, telling you what to do, whatever, but really, ultimately, it's up to you in the end. And like you said, none of those people are going to be at your deathbed. And it's even, it's great to take advice from your parents and your siblings and family friends and all that stuff, but it's really just you. So... I think, I think just some advice, advice is really just, just like, like it sounds cliche, cliche but just stay true to yourself and, and do, do what, what you want to do and, and work and hard at it. And, and um, yeah, yeah, thankful for you guys, guys watching How To Talk Bros all these years and, and the memories that we've had. Teaching you guys how to do flips and origami and how to tie tie and all that. And there's, and there's this, this sprint, right? Like 12 year old, old kid, kid teaching, teaching how to tie that. <laughs> I think that's funny. funny but, but yeah, yeah. And I'd, and say, I'd that's say that's the advice, advice I get. Just, just stay true to yourself and do what you want to do because it's just you and you. Yeah, so. So. That's my two cents on the world. Hey, okay. okay. <laughs> Appreciate it. Memory that of how to's by bros or just in general in the last, like, um, yeah. Funniest memory. Um, hmm. I, recent, I'd say more recently, the funniest was, I gotta say it now, all time was, uh, Isaiah's, <laughs> Isaiah Barnes, how to get a girlfriend. <laughs> Minutes or what, I don't know what uh, in middle school in middle easily school. Yeah. yeah that video is just everything about it there's just so many things going on at once there's a kid that's never had a girlfriend talking about how to get a girlfriend he's in a foam pit in the backyard and then it's just so odd to me but it's hilarious it's, and I don't know it got like 200,000 views yeah it's like what put so much time and effort into that video uh. But that's probably my all-time favorite, is just doing that. It's just, looking back, it's so many things going on in that video. Yeah. But if you guys haven't seen that, check, check it out. <laughs> if you're looking to get a girlfriend in middle school. Remember the top comment was like, I'm listening to a kid in a phone pit eating goldfish. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's just so odd. And, and people who stuck around in the video, obviously, they were like, so intrigued that like, I have to I have to watch the whole thing oh man out. 
Yeah, for sure. Um, how did you get so good at flips? Like, I I don't understand. I don't understand how you got like so good at flips. Like, all of a sudden, you like first you were doing like you were doing like um just like normal stuff, and then all of a sudden you just got crazy with like. Like, you know what I mean? Like, you started, like, taking it to the next level, like, triple backflip, and then that's when you just started, like, going crazy with flips, you know? I don't know how you... How did you do that? I think... Okay, I'm going to say something you probably wouldn't expect me to say, but this is, truthfully, this is where I gained a lot of inspiration to to do, like, the crazier and crazier flips, and I think it can be kind of dangerous as well as... I was mainly thinking of... Oh, this is this will do well on Instagram. Like the more I got into it, and it's it's kind of interesting to say that because I haven't said that a lot. But it was a lot of like oh, it, it it was a lot of myself wanting to do the trick as well, like getting over the fear and and to your point at how I got crazy or whatever. It was literally just being on the tramp every day when mm-hmm. that, in that <laughs> period of time I was I was grinding now I was doing I, I spent a lot of time on the trampoline. So that's how I, I got better. But truthfully, I would think to myself, I'm like, this, I, you feel like you have to kind of like um, step it up each time. And I would think to myself, like, this would probably do well on Instagram. So I should, uh, I, like, I think this would be, and it would help, it would help push me to do the trick. And I really don't know if that's a good thing or not. But I think, other than that, like, kind of negative side to it, if you want to take it negatively, it was the community around it as well. Like, the G-Tramp community in 2014 through 2017. I mean, Tanner Brongar was in there. Drake, Jake Brashears, they all, and Dylan Marr. And it was such a small <laughs> community of this sport that nobody has ever heard of. It's just, I think the community pushed me to do more things. Uh, yeah, everyone around me, it, it, it really was, I'd say, at the end of the day, that the community around G-Tramping and flips in general was so, so encouraging everyone. And early on, it, it just really helped push me. Um, so, yeah, I would say, I'd say the community helped a lot and just putting in the work every day, trying to get better at, at flips. Heck yeah, man. That's amazing. Yeah. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> um, what did you love? Did you love that era of the garden trampoline? Yeah, it was. It was awesome. I think I might be biased, but I think it was the best era for a garden trampoline. Honestly, no, but <laughs> yeah, I mean, it was. It was an interesting time in my life, and. I've, I've definitely gone through phases like now you guys are like, what, this guy's doing music now? Like, what's going on? <laughs> but, yeah, it was an interesting time. I'm still a diver, by the way, so I still do flips, like, all the time. And it's been cool to translate that into a, a D1 sport. So, if you guys are wondering. But, but yeah, it was an interesting time in my life. I, I really love the, the G-Tramp community. 
and some of the people that I mean, I still talk to Tanner Braungard and um, other people. Like, I haven't talked to Ninja Rob in a while. <laughs> Ninja Shout Rob, out Ninja Rob. This, yeah. <laughs> no, but yeah, I mean, even on Vine too. I remember Vine. I was posting. I met a lot of people through Vine and people that I still are am connected to. So like, and all those people, some of them are still doing trampoline stuff. Some of them are doing completely other different things. And I think it's kind of cool how we can all still stay connected, even though we're doing so many different things. And, um, yeah, it always has a special place in my heart. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, but seriously, yeah. For yeah, sure. It's really cool. The community was awesome. For sure, man. That's dope. Um, what, uh, I know, I don't know if you want to get into this, you don't have to, but what was like your hardest time socially in high school? Like a challenging time, a challenging time that you kind of got through from high school to like now being in college that you got through. Yeah. Um, yeah, we can get personal. Um, <laughs> I think tough time in high school so if you guys don't know we were both homeschooled our whole lives I decided to go to public school my junior and senior year so going into junior year truthfully it wasn't that hard of a transition most people expect it to be it it really wasn't that hard of a transition um but probably the hardest time was just in general, like, really just trying to find my place. I think I didn't really know what my values were or what really, like, who, the essence of who I was. I think I was just influenced with the crowd when I was in high school. And, I mean, and that's such a, I feel like that's a common thing. But, yeah, I think... The big thing was I was just kind of doing, I really was just going with the flow and really following the crowd and not doing what I should have been doing to better my future or to really just better myself in general. I was just hanging around the wrong people for a while, I feel like. No offense, no offense to any of those people at all. It's just not something at the time that... If looking back now, it's just kind of like, why were you doing those things, you know? But I think overall, it's something that had to happen so you can grow. And everything was, everything in your life is, um, that happened in your life is something that makes you who you are. So you can't take them back, even though if you regret them. So, but yeah, uh, that was probably the harder time is just trying to find my place in high school. Um, and just realizing what my values were and, and stuff like that, I'd say. Yeah, dude, that's, that's huge. That's huge. <clears throat> what do you think, um, how do you think you found your place? That's a great question. I, I don't know. If... I'm still trying to find my place, I think. I think we're all constantly trying to find our place. Personally, I feel sometimes I, I have a clear vision of what I want to do and who I am. And then other times I'll get down. I'm like, 
what am I really doing, you know? And I'll, and I feel like my vision is blurred from, my vision is blurred on what's to come or what I want to do. So it's off and on. And I think that's a constant battle that everyone, at least myself deals with is really not always knowing your place, having, not always having tunnel vision. You're always going to have those days or some weeks, some months, even years sometimes where you just don't really know what you're doing. Um, But yeah, I guess some ways that I've, uh, some way, some things that I've done to kind of help try to better find my place better is um, just realizing you don't always have to be around people. And that's something that I have learned. And I, per- I personally like being alone a lot of the times and just realizing like, you don't have to, I, I don't have to go out. I can focus on my craft, what I want to do. And, and that's okay. And then also t- sometimes it's like, it's okay to go out and not focus on your craft sometimes. But yeah, I'm kind of just rambling on here, but obviously I I think I don't always know my place and I don't think I ever will be solid in my place, but I'm trying to, and just overall trying to grow in that area. And, um, yeah, and I don't think it'll ever be easy. So, but yeah, still something I struggle with. So yeah, that's a long winded answer, but yeah. No, I appreciate it. Um, no, I, I do. That's, I understand that for sure. I'm, I, I'm always like, kind of trying to find my social circle. Like, I don't know if I'm questioning it sometimes and all that. So I understand that. Yeah. How do you feel? What are some things that you do too? Um, obviously, spirituals like spirituals a huge thing for me. Um, just. Like if I'm not grounded in God's word, which I, um, which I haven't been like, I've been on and off more recently. And if I'm not grounded in that, then I'm just questioning everything. And I'm just like, what is going on? Like, and it's just like, I look around and I'm just like, I have no idea what I'm doing. And then, um, so that's like a big thing is the spiritual walk. And then, so I make sure I'm reading, praying, every day and then um honestly just listening to like um people that I want to be like and just reminding myself that it's not okay to be stagnant like I don't know I love listening to like Logan Paul's podcast on late at night and just being inspired and just being like man I need to grind and then sometimes sometimes that makes me feel feel good like I don't know just but to know. that point, do you? I I, just, I know what you're saying, and and I feel like I have those kind of like. It's never really consistent to me, though. You know, t- for me, is like you you watch those videos and you're motivated for a while or however long, but it eventually, do you feel like it eventually kind of like goes away or no? Or like, how does that? Yeah, it does. I can just get a little bit done every day, like towards my purpose towards my like vision then it's good like I don't because then yeah it's not consistent when you're like up all night like 
because I stayed up all night one night and I'm just like, and then I lose, and then I have to like catch up on sleep. So it's not even worth it. Like, yeah. <laughs> but no, I, I do. Get, yeah, you get those like quick outbursts of motivation. Yeah. When you wake up, start doing push-ups, watch yeah. a two-hour inspirational video, and yeah. the next day it's not realistic. And, yeah. Um, but I think that the reason for that is like it's not rooted in something that you're passionate about. Mm-hmm. And it's just, it's, not, it's just really not that realistic that you're going to wake up 4 a.m. every day and those videos, and you see those videos, <laughs> daily routine of a millionaire dropshipper or whatever, you yeah. know, wakes up at 3 a.m., um, makes a million dollars before 4 a.m., <laughs> works out for three hours, <laughs> and then does all these things. It's just not realistic. Um but I think those quick that this I just wanted to bring that up because I I experienced that too those quick outbursts of just motivation. But I think with music with me it, it's been helpful. It's just like I, I think it's rooted in something that I really want to do and something that I'm passionate about. So it's it's easier to do mm-hmm. consistently. You know, for sure. Uh, how has um, our parents inspired you in life? Mom and dad. Um, I am super grateful for our parents. They are incredible human beings, both of them incredible in their own way and very different, I might add. But they've really done so much. And I think with my dad, my dad has, out of anyone I've seen and and I'm sure everyone would say that about their own dad, but truthfully, out of anyone, he has the hardest work ethic I know. I think he is a workaholic, honestly. <laughs> but no, it's it, to see that when you're young, waking up at 4 a.m., going across it, working outside till 6, sometimes 7, working pools and, and not complaining about it and doing whatever it takes to provide for us and our family, that was so inspiring to see and I, I hope I can just get a just a fraction of the work ethic that he has so in that regard my dad's work ethic and his genuineness as well to just not care what other people think. like right now he's rocking purple <laughs> toenails because he recently found out about um, pedicures and it, so he, he's rocking the, he had pink before and, and purple. And the greatest thing about that is he only wears flip-flops. So <laughs> no matter where he goes, he's showing them off. And it's like, he just does not care. He speaks what's on his mind and he's a genuine guy and it might get him in trouble sometimes, but it is right out of genuineness. So I'll just do two, like those two, like genuineness and, and work ethic and, and so many other things, the way that he supported me and us monetarily is is just something that I hope to repay in the future. So yeah, really, those are just a couple things of the great things for my dad. And, and my mom is a superhuman, really. I don't understand how she is the way that she is. Incredibly kind soul, incredibly patient, incredibly loving unconditionally and and another uh, one thing about that is it doesn't have to always be words of affirmation or or whatever it's she loves by actions and 
her actions go the longest ways. And the way that she's she's cooked breakfast for me every day since I was born. And it's and it might sound like, oh, you privileged, like whatever, like you always get breakfast made for you. But it's, it's, it means so much to me, um, the fact that she cares that much to, to, to make breakfast and, and every meal too. It's not just a breakfast, it's every single meal. And, um, and the fact that she cares a lot to feed us from an early age, healthy foods. She cares that much that she's going to go the extra mile to figure out what is the healthiest option like the really like seriously the healthiest option you could ever find so in that regard my mom's actions in general and that's a broad term but like actions just the stuff that she does around the house and and the, and and you can just see it and the, the actions that she does is like she loves unconditionally incredibly and another thing is just her patience i can't remember the last time that I was yelled at for something that I probably should have been yelled at. Like, truthfully, I can I can only think of uh, maybe two times that I was yelled at, yelled at, yelled at in my uh, childhood and life. It's and I deserved it so many more times. She's so patient. Um, but but yeah, I mean, you can go. I can go on and on about my parents, but. Um, those are just two from each that, yeah, they're incredible best parents in the world and I'm not biased about it. (laughs) Yeah. I appreciate it, Evan. For sure. Anytime. (laughs) Thank you so much. Clap. Yeah. Thank you so much for listening, watching, subscribing. I, um, be sure to check out his music below. Uh, link will be in the description or, uh, I'm in the, uh, Show notes if you're listening audibly. Thank you so much and God bless. Have a great day. See you guys.